All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Couch Potatoes podcast. This is your host, Nate, and my co-host, Ben, and I were punting around a few ideas of some different kinds of episodes that we could put together for you. And what we ultimately landed on was something uh, a little bit, or I guess you could say a lot a bit, uh, obscure. So I wanted to go ahead and explain it to you before we hop into it, just so you have a better understanding of sort of what we're doing here. So we invited two of our good friends, Tim and Tyler, onto the show. And since Tim and Tyler are each uh, fans of basketball as well as avid fans of The Simpsons, we decided that we would all draft different Simpsons characters as if they were competing against each other in a five-on-five basketball tournament. And since Ben uh, has not seen much of The Simpsons himself, we decided that when his turn came up, instead of drafting Simpsons characters that he knows nothing about, he would instead draft something completely different that he does know a lot about, which is World War II battleships. So this episode makes no sense. It provides no value for the betterment of humanity. You will definitely not be any smarter for having listened to this, but it's what we have. So without further ado, let's jump in with Tim and Tyler. All right, let's uh, let's get started with this guy. So this uh, with our first guest, I think we're going to bring in uh, Tim Webendorfer. Tim, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you? Good, Tim. How much uh, how much prep work did you do for it? Could you describe your prep work for the podcast and sort of like what you have for your your draft board? Sure. So I kind of procrastinated, but then went pretty deep uh, the last two days. Got like a three page Google Doc here, some position <laughs> breakdowns, overall, you know, big board kind of thing. Um, so entirely too much, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think entirely perfect. I think. Um, and then with our other guest for our Simpsons draft, we've got Tyler. Tyler, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? Good, Tyler. How how does it feel to be a part of like an actual fantasy draft as opposed to just auto drafting it? I mean, I gotta say it's kind of a lot of work. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm, yeah. if I'm up for this. Do you know how it works? Um, I press a button. Yeah, yeah. And then it does some stuff, right? Yeah, Tyler. How much how much prep work do you do? You have a a four page Google Doc more than I three? have a one page note file on my phone, <laughs> <laughs> which I initiated this morning at eight a.m. <laughs> Perfect. All right, and then and then Ben, do you want to describe a little bit about what you're going to be drafting? Right. So um, given that I don't have the Simpsons knowledge that the three of you so uh, readily have available, um, we've decided to go a little different with my draft. I'm going to be looking at uh, picking a starting five and a six man for um, the best uh, warships of World War II, which I think when put up against any of your Simpsons sides could really compete well. So um, we'll see about that. <laughs> and so just so we can go over the quick rule so we're going to be picking five, a starting five each of us um we'll be picking a starting five one pick at a time um and then a, a six man and a coach you can pick any of those positions at any point and then um, once a player is picked so for example if tim picks homer simpson with the with his pick you can't have him for a coach or any other different position obviously so once a player is picked they're off the board for everything so that goes for 
you know, if you if anybody does also want to delve into Ben's battleships, I guess you can also pick those as well. And he can no longer pick those. Otherwise, he's just going to be doing his own thing with the board <laughs> pick. So, so the so order of the it. draft is yeah. The order of the draft is going to be Tim, me, Tyler, Ben, and then we'll snake back. Ben will pick again, and then Tyler, me, and Tim. Does that sound good? Yeah, good. Yeah, great. Right. Tim, Tim, do you want to get us started with your first pick and give us a little bit of what you're thinking there? Sure. So let me just preface this by saying I didn't know whether to just go, you know, for an obvious pick or to go for someone who I thought other people might select first and then come back to a pick that yeah. I thought might still be there. Um, yeah. So I went back and forth on this pick, um, but, you know, I decided to go to not overthink it. And uh, with the first overall pick in our Simpsons Battleship draft, <laughs> I am selecting Lisa Simpson. Whoa, um, Lisa Simpson. So let me just explain this pick a little bit. So Lisa, she's the smartest character on the show. Um, she's yeah, okay. a... Very competitive person. She was a, uh, I, you remember the hack the bone line from the episode where she and Bart play hockey. She's extremely competitive, has some athletic experience. I just, to me, you know, she's going to be like a floor general out there. She's going to know like who needs the ball where to get them going. So to me, yeah. her ceiling is like Chris Paul and her floor is like a Ray on Rondo without the like moodiness, mood swings. So yeah. I'm taking Simpson with the first. Wow, over. that is not what I thought. But I, yeah. I get it, Tim. Are you worried about like a lack of size? She's pretty small. Maybe, maybe. But there's enough options left, hopefully. So all right, all right. So Tim and I'm going to keep track of the picks along the way. So I'll just like sure. be writing them Sweet. down. So Tim, with his first pick, he goes Lisa Lisa Simpson. <laughs> so I went a very different and significantly more obscure route with uh, my pick. Um, and you know, right away when I thought basketball for the Simpsons, I was thinking like I really wanted to go with size. And so with my first pick, I'm going to go, or with the I guess the second pick of the draft, I'm going to go with a man who. <laughs> might not even really actually have a name, but his, I think he can be described as the very tall man who drives the very uh, small. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. nice. That is an I looked, I looked it up online and his name is Ian and he stands at eight, eight foot two. So I think at, uh, at <laughs> So I think that, you know, in picking in, I'm grabbing every rebound. Uh, no one's getting off any shot. I think he's probably going to average about 10 blocks a game. Um, he's got kind of a kind of a killer instinct a little bit and how he just is ruthless and how he humil- humiliates Nelson, you know, like down to the mm-hmm. bone, really. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. you know, he's, he's ruthless. He's tall. He's going to anchor my defense. I don't know how much he is. As far, a little bit of a concern about his mobility. Although, you know, once he could gets be, going, I think. foul trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once, he, once he gets going down the court, I think he'll be good. But, you know, the lateral movement, you know, is going to be kind of, uh, kind of a downside for him. But I think he makes up for it with his uh, eight-foot wingspan. I think he's going to be dunking without jumping. You know, it's like really going to be unstoppable down there. So, the very tall man, Ian, with my first pick. <laughs> very tall man. Is there a player comp you got for him, Nate? <laughs> yeah, I have. Uh, I was thinking uh, 
probably Sean Bradley is probably the best yeah. player comp yeah. for him. I wanted to say uh, Yao Ming, but I think Yao Ming's got a little bit more of a jumper uh, than than Ian does, and you know he's. I would say it's somehow a uh, a, a taller Sean Bradley. If that's if that's even <laughs> possible. Are you worried he might become like Hashim Thabit and just be terrible? <laughs> oh yeah, very a lot of concern. He's okay. it's really drafting okay. on raw physical sure. ability here, yep. but I think that you can't you can't deny like eight foot, you know, eight foot two. So you can't teach that. Right. So Tyler, you wanna you're who do you got with your pick? All right. Well, let me just preface this by saying, Nate, you got me sweating really hard when you start like giving the preamble for your pick, like an obscure, <laughs> very tall individual who may not even be named in The Simpsons. I also picked, I also picked one of those characters, um, and I would refer to um, season seven, the Halloween episode, where um, all of the like advertisements go crazy and turn into monsters. <laughs> And then there's a scene where Chief Wiggum is like walking down the street, like ready to shoot a monster with his gun, like looking around. And the captain of the high school basketball team uh, ducks from like out from you know inside of a storefront, like through the door, and he shoots him right as he walks out. And uh, I think it's one of the deputies is like, Chief, that was the captain of the high school basketball team. He's like, Yeah, but he was turning into a monster. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know the name of this captain of the high school yeah. basketball team, but he obviously has previous basketball experience. Um, the way that he ducks from under the door makes me think he's like at least seven feet tall. Um, and so I think he would probably be, you know, he'd probably be down there, you know, in the post kind of, you know, protecting the paint with uh, with Ian. And I don't know. We'll see. Kind of. Yeah, you know, it might, might be might be some big battles there with him and some uh, some lanky battles down in the post between him and Ian. Yeah, yeah. One issue is that he was shot in the episode, so I'm hoping that he recovered in order to be able to play. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Excellent. Yeah, so hopefully he's there, alive. Tyler. Yeah, hopefully he's alive. So, yeah, that is my first pick. <laughs> he's alive. Uh, great. Well, excellent right. deep pull there, Tyler. Uh, ben, what do you got for your, your, first, uh, your first ship here? Yeah, so um, this was, I think, the toughest decision for me. So I'm going to go. I'm going to be picking up four spot in my with my first pick. And the way that I see it, you know, the the heavy battleship is clearly your number four, the most important important part of your team, right? So um, we've looked through a lot of historical ships over the years, and I think it really comes down to you know um, the Missouri class from the U.S. They had a great bunch of warships that were really kind of. <laughs> Ahead of their time in a lot of ways, um, but I think the best out of that class is the USS Missouri. Um, they may not have the like the stats that some of the other Missouri class battleships had, but it had this diplomatic prowess that could not be um, ignored. The Missouri was the ship that like the Japanese surrendered on um, in 1945, and they were like this diplomatic powerhouse. I kind of look at it as. Maybe not with the skills of the Le- LeBron James, but the person that comes on the court and you like you can't ignore them. They're going to make everybody on your team better, and they're going to intimidate the hell out of the other team as well. So nice. I think for my first pick, we're going to go with the USS Missouri. Okay, so are you picking like very specific like named ships or just types of ships? Is this like a, so, literally an actual like an actual like single vessel that people? <laughs> Um, so this was a single like vessel. I think okay. for the 
like the big ticket ships, like the battleships and the aircraft carriers there, I've got a couple name ships, but for everything else, it's more of like a class. Cause I mean, there wasn't like, I don't know, a destroyer that was like the best ship in world war two kind of thing, you know, <laughs> just like, yeah, and, just your, like fodder for, and your player comp is LeBron James. Well, I think like a less talented LeBron James, like someone who like, or maybe one of the, um, actually a better comp might be like the four, the four from the alien team from space jam. Mm. And it like, it just, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) It intimidates the hell out of the other team. But, um, but you know, they're, uh, I guess the intimidation factor was the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. What do you, okay. And then you're, you're picking again here, Ben. Oh, right. Yeah. So right away. Okay. So for my second pick, we're going to go with the five spot. We're going to get the big men out of the way here. Um, and we're going to go with um, the USS Enterprise, which was the um, the main aircraft carrier in the Pacific during World War II. Okay. Um, it was lucky enough to survive her, uh, Pearl Harbor. Like it was out to sea at the time. So it kind of like um, was able to like make a name for itself without much competition from other US aircraft carriers. Um, Sorry. Is someone, <laughs> is someone blending something? I, I think <laughs> Emily's blending something. Back <laughs> <laughs> <Knock> that up. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, right. So, we're going to go with the. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my player comp for the Enterprise is um, kind of the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar mm. of uh, of ships here. So it's got that nice hook shot, a.k.a. launching um, <laughs> planes off of its deck, I guess. <laughs> um, and like the, um, you know, just scored a lot of points that way. So we're going to go with the USS Enterprise. All right. Good pick there, Ben. <laughs> I think. I don't know. You <laughs> probably know. Well, take your word for it. <laughs> We'll defer to him. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tyler, what do you got? You're, you're obsolete. What's your next pick? All right. All right. My uh, my second pick, um, you know, I was thinking about just the game of basketball, and I kind of assumed that we'd be talking about playing in three dimensions, right? Like that's kind of like a sort of a basic oh, wait, here we go. premise to, to, to this. And I was thinking, well, you know, most Simpsons characters, they're kind of like stuck in two dimensions. There's sort of just forward and backward, left and right for them. There's no, you know what I mean? There's no depth, but there is one character that actually understands three dimensions. Um, so my, for my second pick, I'm picking professor Frank because (laughs) in the Halloween episode where Homer gets stuck in the third dimension, he explains to everybody what that means. And I think that's sort of essential for, you know, actually shooting a ball through a hoop. Yeah. And then he also has a flying motorcycle, which probably can't hurt. So if he, you know, if he, Can pull that out during the game. I think he might, you know, be running circles around other people. Yeah, Tyler, what position is he going to play for you? Um, you know, I was thinking probably like a number three. You know, like he's probably not going to be the point guard. He's going to be kind of a small forward. You know, like maybe uh, taking some outside shots, maybe driving to the lane, like through the lane with the (laughs) with the flying motorcycle. I don't know, but you know, I feel like he'd probably be pretty good at shooting, like with with his three dimensional understanding. So. Yeah, he'd at least be able to invent something, some sort of contraption that would automatically make it go through the hoop. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, he invents computers in various episodes, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'd be, be able to invent his way out of any situation. 
Yeah, I got to be honest, Tyler. That was one of my top p- picks for a coach. So I'm a little bummed okay. that you. All right. Yeah, nice. yeah, I thought I could. Some pretty intricate plays, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I thought he'd be pretty valuable on the court, though. You know, like kind of the, mm-hmm. yeah. the, the the leader there. So. Yeah, no, that's great. Okay, do you have a, a like a, a player that he's similar to, like an NBA player? Comp? Well, hmm. I guess I don't know. Are there any like nerdy NBA players? I'm not sure if, if that if that that's oh, a yeah, thing. Sure. Um, I don't yeah, know. I don't really think. I mean, if, he, if he's like, a, I was gonna say, if he's a, like a coach on the court, maybe like Jason Kidd or something. Oh um, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Oh, that's I like a that. great one. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. Great. All right, so yeah, player comp Jason Kidd for sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with um, so with my pick. I'm going with size again, and I'm really basically. I don't know about anybody's offensive skill in this, but I think defense. You know, to couple with the the very tall man, uh, Ian. I think that you know, I'm just going for size. Basically, looking for people that that cannot score on my team, and I think a way of doing that. I'm if if I don't want people scoring, I need like the most intimidating, kind of like the baddest dude in Springfield, and so. I think there's no badder dude in Springfield than the uh, the un- undefeated boxing champ, Dredrick Tatum. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. I think that, you know, if we're looking for, <clears throat> you know, as far as, I don't think anybody, if, if we have Ian and uh, Dredrick Tatum down low, I don't think anybody's taken it into the paint. I think that Dredrick yeah. is probably going to, mm-hmm. you know, People are going to be intimidated that he's going to knock him out. I mean, the man, he's, he's, he can obviously get up and down the floor. He's it, boxers need to be nimble. Uh, he's probably the most built person, the best physical specimen in Springfield. I think he's in great shape. I don't know mm-hmm. how he is as far as shooting, but I'm telling you, I think with Ian and the very tall man, I don't think anybody's getting a shot close to the basket on me. I think with both Ian and Dredrick, I think that there is a significant problem with foul trouble. I think that Dredrick Tatum is probably going to foul out a lot. I think there's also a lot of uh, off the court issues. I think that he, you know, with uh, all of his, uh, his, I don't know what, what he's, do you know what he's in prison for in the first or in the episode where he's boxing Homer? You guys know? Uh, man. Um, I cannot remember. Is it like, is it if, because if I, I am a little bit hesitant about picking someone with a, a history of uh, domestic violence, it's, I think. I'm looking it up. Like, it says he he served time in prison after pushing his mother down the stairs. Uh, okay. <laughs> According to Simpsons Wikipedia. Yeah. The legal, yeah. The legal issues could be really tough here, but when he's there, when he's on the court, he's big, he's fast, he's intimidating. Going with my enforcer, yep. Dredrick Tatum. Uh, you know, for my power forward spot. And I think basically just to be like the, the basketball version of uh, hockey's goon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely an enforcer. Yeah. yeah. I don't really have a good, um, I think I don't, I guess I don't have a specific player for him, but I was thinking maybe someone like a, a Bill Lambeer from, uh, from mm-hmm. the Pistons, the bad boy Pistons, mm-hmm. you know, someone who's just going to like not be afraid to knock people out. Yeah, so, Charles Oakley, <laughs> like a guy you don't want to mess with. Oh, Charles Oakley, that's a perfect one. Yeah, <laughs> Dredrick Tatum for my pick. All right. So, Tim, what do you got for your last pick of the second round? Okay, so I'm looking. I'm obviously at a size disadvantage here, um, but you know the the basketball these days is going more like small ball, 
shoot a bunch of threes, more skilled players. So um, knowing that I have two picks in a row here, um, I'm going to go with maybe a little off-the-wall pick here, but I'm going to pick Bleeding Gums Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) And let me just explain my reasoning here. So this guy's like a jazz you know, legend. He's definitely very smooth. He's going to be like, I'm imagining him as like a really skilled player. He's a little <laughs> overweight. He's not in great shape, but like my player comp for him is uh, Boris Diaw. <laughs> so I'm just getting flashbacks to like the 2014 San Antonio Spurs and Boris Diaw just like shredding the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. So like, in terms of Dredrick Tatum, I could see Bleeding Gums Murphy just kind of like fucking with him the whole game. Like these weird little like passes around him. Like he's really fat, so he's at least weight wise maybe matches up with Dredrick Tatum. Um, but he's kind of my like point forward. You know, just maybe get him on the block with his back to the basket and then like have him pick apart the defense. Um, so I think I got two high IQ players so far with Lisa and Bleeding Gums. Yeah, they have a great relationship as well, so there's going to be some good chemistry there. Yeah. Um, so I'd say he's probably my like small forward, power forward. I guess just like a wing player. I yeah. guess I don't know. Tim, do you have more. any con- do you have any concerns that he is uh, confirmed dead in the show? Yes. yes. Well, <laughs> as was uh, stated in the rules, we could kind of pick eras. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go like when he starts to. Um, develop his relationship with Lisa. So like probably not in the best health, but like he's alive. Um, sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. He does have some sort of underlying health issue that is yes, undiagnosed right. and the, the, the expiration date is there, but when he's there, he, he's going to be, yeah, he may, he may be on a minute's restriction. Certainly. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah. So uh, bleeding gums Perfect. Murphy is my, my second pick. Love it. All right. What do you got for your first pick of the third round? Okay. So now I'm thinking I got, you know, a couple distributors, playmakers. I need probably like a scorer here, like an athlete kind of. Um, and this is a another kind of deep cut here. This character doesn't have a name, at least one that I could find. But he is from the episode in season three, um, Dog of Death. And his name, I believe, and is just Veterinarian. <laughs> oh, I know. So what you mean. if you if you remember, I'm thinking he's going to be like my shooting guard. Basically, we meet him. I believe he's operating on like a hamster or like a guinea pig or something, and it mm-hmm. dies. It, it, it dies, um, and then he just kind of tosses it in the little basket to the side in the corner, and he makes it like perfect bank shot. So I'm assuming he's he's probably a sport. He looks like a young guy. Probably a good athlete. Um, takes his work very seriously. He's invested. So I think he's going to be, you know, I think Lisa and Bleeding Gums can set him up for a lot of, like, you know, back cuts. He's going to be going to the rim. Probably a good shooter, as demonstrated by his hamster um, <laughs> flick into the into the trash can. So my third pick is, is just veterinarian. <laughs> that is... Such a, I totally. So they don't they have like a little in front of the gar or behind the garbage can. They have like a little back. He does have a little friend. basketball hoop above the trash can, and he makes it into the basketball hoop. So. <laughs> that is amazing. So he's my Love shooting it. guard. So all right, perfect. 
All right. Well, I'm going to go with another kind of obscure, maybe not super obscure because this character, character actually does have a name. Um, it's also a person who's very serious about their um, profession. And, and I, again, I'm going for my, my thing is all defense, all defense all the time. I think I'm probably going to end up playing like a really <laughs> solid zone defense with my team. And when you have his own defense, like you kind of want to just like, take basically like Bill Belichick in football. Like you just want to take away different things from the team. So for me, I want to hold down the whole West side of the court. So I'm going to take a cookie, cookie Kwan with uh, my, with my third pick <laughs> cookie Kwan, the uh, real estate agent from the, the agency that Marge works at. And cookie Kwan is uh, n- n- number one on the West side. She is very protective of people going on the West side. Doesn't let anybody go onto the West side. She's really fiery. I think that if you put her on the West side of your zone, no one's going over there. She's going to totally own it. Um, don't know how she is offensively, but defensively, she's just going to lock you down. I, I'm assuming offensively, if she is working on the west side of the other end of the court, it's her turf. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get anywhere, get anywhere in that, you know. Or she's gonna, you know, probably just totally own it. Probably has a lot of a full arsenal in there. A couple of concerns that I do have is, you know, you really do leave yourself at the the whim of the cardinal direction of whatever uh, basketball court you're playing on. So. If your your game's running north south, you can pretty much play her the whole game because she's gonna, you know, own whatever you know west side is. You know, right. on offense she's gonna be on that side on the west side. You know, on defense she can be on the west <laughs> side. You just move her to a different side of the court. But if you are playing like on an east west facing court, um, you basically only get her for about half the game. So you really are a liability right. for about half of it. So <laughs> as the an anchor for my zone defense. I'm going with Cookie Kwan from the from the West Side on my uh, <laughs> for my third pick. I think she'll probably play like small forward for me. I'll have like basically very tall man in the middle, Dredrick Tatum on one side and Cookie Kwan on the other side. <laughs> I like it. All right. So Tyler, what do you got with your third pick? All right. So I'm trying to I'm wrestling back and forth team which which position I want to fill next, but I think I'm going to go with my four position. And I'm just going to go brute strength this time, honestly. So I got my captain high school basketball team in, in the five spot. I got Professor Frank in the three spot. So I'm going to I'm gonna get another athletic guy in here, um, proven just badass. Um, I'm going to go with groundskeeper Willie. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. That's a good pick. I was thinking about him with my next one. <laughs> I don't know how big basketball is in Scotland, but, you know, I, I think he'll probably be pretty solid if he just uses his athletic ability. Um, you know, I was looking at different episodes. Um, I was watching one from season five where uh, um, Santa's little helper, Bart's dog, is stuck in the uh, in the – the air vents at, at the school and uh, groundskeeper Willie uh, goes in after him and he like basically goes to lunch, lunch lady Doris and like rips his shirt off and he's like, <laughs> grease me up woman. And she's like, oh, <laughs> and he's like super ripped. And then he in the vent is able to like slither his way at a, at a rate such that he can actually like catch up with the dog in the vent. And I thought that was pretty impressive. So I feel like his yeah. athletic ability, especially when greased, <laughs> might be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, do you have any concerns about communication issues? Yeah, you know, that that is definitely a concern. Um, 
I guess I guess I feel like we'll probably overcome that, you know, like after some, you know, some maybe some team bonding or some time together, we'll probably probably work that out. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd also like to point out that he did also successfully wrestle a wolf in another episode. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> and I would be yeah. I would be interested to see some groundskeeper Willie and Professor Frank interactions. Just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it might be a bit of a challenge uh, with the communication there and just kind of the difference in, in IQ overall. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for, I think for the player comp, I think I'm going to go with Vince Carter. Um, I think I think okay. he probably can just, just yam it, like just like his sheer like, athletic ability. I, I'm picturing him just doing these like ridiculous yeah. dunks. Like He's not super tall, but I think his hops are probably like, just out of this world. That's, yeah, that's pure cool. athlete. Yeah. Yeah, just just yeah. athletic ability, yeah. just you know, that's 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 my pick. Yeah, perfect. All right, Ben, what do you got for your your next two picks here? All right, so my third pick, um, we're gonna go with my two spot here, um, and I've kind of this was hard because um, the two and the three I think are size wise are kind of interchangeable, but um, we're gonna go with the two spot. I think. <laughs> We're going to go with a light cruiser. Um, so like a battleship, but like just a little bit smaller, right? Um, and there are a lot of good ships out there. And then we're actually going to go with another name ship here. But we're going to go with the Canadian ship Ontario. Um, this is a British-built ship. Um, one of the most seaworthy vessels in the war. And it didn't get sunk, right? It's got a great record. Um, and um, I think when you talk about a good two-spot, you want it to be seaworthy, right? You want it to be light, and you want it to be seaworthy, and I thought this really fit the bill. My, um, are there ships so that my aren't players, seaworthy? Well, so there's a comparison here. They're talking about, I was reading this article about um, the U.S. light cruisers versus the British-built right, uh, British uh, light cruisers, okay. and the British just built more seaworthy ships, and so like the Americans like had a lot of firepower and, and armament and you know all that stuff, but it just wasn't as seaworthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as the other ones so okay. we're going with you know we're going with um you know something you can count on you know seaworthiness and so my player comp here we're going to go old school and we're going to go jerry west um <laughs> wow. you know he's a kind of a light cruiser very seaworthy someone you can count on to, to make the play happen but he's not canadian <laughs> oh god you're right oh man i didn't even think about that steve nash right, well i can get yeah maybe it was steve nash is good yeah he comes and makes the other guys look good um and that's that's what your life leader should do. <laughs> All right, so you got so 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 far you have the USS Missouri, the USS yep. Enterprise, uh, yep. the Canadian Ontario, and then yep. all right, what do you got for your fourth pick? So my fourth pick, we're gonna go with a uh, no, we're gonna go with a minesweeper mm-hmm. for my fourth pick. Now we're getting into that part of the list where there just really aren't famous ships when you get to this class right so right right so we're just gonna naturally you know obviously like you guys you guys know um so we are gonna go with the u.s admiral class minesweeper this was kind of one of the workhorses of the u.s navy in world war ii um and when i think of minesweepers i think of rebounds right i mean they're gathering up those mines they're you know clearing the way (laughs) their scores to get through here so um that was kind of like when i was thinking about a player comp that's what i was really thinking about and i think um that's right yeah yeah that's that's exactly right um and the the minesweeper they're they're a rebound machine but they're pretty small like they're not huge Mm -hmm. so when i think of you know a good player comp i'm thinking in that like Charles Barkley kind of kind of realm, you know, like not the tallest guy in the court, yeah. But he works hard, 
He's big. You don't want to get in his way, and he will bring down those boards. Round mound to rebound. Yep. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Barkley. Okay. All right, Tyler, you're you're up with your fourth pick. All right. So let's see. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, my my shooting guard here, which I guess is that is that a number two? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Number two. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Shooting guard. So. Um, I was trying to think of, you know, like other people that seem to be pretty coordinated. And one scene that came to mind um, was uh, in an episode from season five called Marge on the Lamb. And uh, there's like this, I think it's Marge's neighbor that moves in. It's either, it's a neighbor or something. Uh, her name is Ruth Power. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, she's, she's pretty badass. Um, she's like a single mom. And there's a scene where she takes Marge like, out for the night and they're they like kind of go and do these badass things and one of the things they do is they set up cans on a on a on a fence and uh, <laughs> ruth has this handgun and she's she's shooting the cans and she hits all of them in in the first set and i'm like damn like if that girl can shoot cans that well she's probably got pretty good hand-eye coordination you know what i'm saying like pretty yeah, good sharpshooter, pretty good sharpshooting skill. So I'm I'm thinking she's like a Steph Curry kind of kind of player here, and so <laughs> okay. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking she's going to be my shooting guard. She, you know, she's just doesn't seem like her feathers would be easily ruffled on the court. You know, she's just kind of a, a general badass with a really good, really good hand-eye coordination, really good, you know, perce- depth perception, and everything. So I think I'm going to go. I'm going yeah. Ruth Powers for my fourth pick. Ruth, Ruth Powers. Yeah, it's a good pick. Nice. She's on my All big right. board. She's on my big board. Oh yeah, so. nice. Yep. Said, really? Yeah. Oh <laughs> and just a question: Is her daughter? I looked this up. The babysitter um, in one episode where um, Jimbo comes over and is like, "Oh, my shirt's chafing me now." <laughs> yeah. Is that her daughter? Because that character's name is yeah. Laura Powers. Yeah, yeah, that's her daughter. Yeah. Is, is, is that the same episode? episode? Yep, yep, it's the same episode. Same episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let <laughs> me clarify that. Okay. He's like, oh man, now my pants are chafing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, I've been kind of uh, going through a, a couple of a couple of different people here. Um, I, I'm trying to. I think I'm going to save my point guard for my neck for my following pick. Um, and so I'm going with. I guess I wanted to go with someone, you know, I got a lot of big people. I got a lot of, um, you know, some defensive stalwarts, really. I do. I also wanted, I guess I'm taking my own attempt here at a, a, a sharpshooter. Um, and so I wish, um, you know, it's kind of, kind of looking for people similarly, you know, it looks like Tim, Tim's got his uh, veterinarian who can throw the, the hamster into the garbage. Uh, Tyler looking for Ruth Powers with her, sharpshooting ability with the guns. I'm going with a little bit more of an off-the-wall pick for a sharpshooter. Um, I'm going with the the crazy cat lady who throws cats <laughs> at uh, Lisa during her um, during uh, her news thing. I, and I actually looked her up. Her name is Eleanor Abernathy, the crazy cat lady. And I, and I guess, you know, again, it's really just I need to start spreading the floor. I need a sharpshooter. And, you know, for all things considered, when she's chasing down Lisa and she's throwing those cats at him, uh, at, at her and the, the whole broadcast team, pretty accurate considering that she's throwing a live cat. So I figure once you put like a 
a symmetrical ball in her hand, I think that she's going to be kind of automatic and, you know, she's really not, not going to miss uh, a little bit concerned about her mental faculties. I don't really know if she's, you're going to really be able to plug her into much of an offense. She's a little bit of a wild card, but I think once you put the ball in her hand, I think she's going to be, you know, she's really not going to miss. I mean, she might very well shoot a hundred percent from three, you know, considering her accuracy. <laughs> throw cat. So I think uh, going with the crazy cat lady, Eleanor Abernathy for my, for my shooting guard. Okay. Um, so I got, I'm kind of continuing this sharpshooter thing. I already have, you know, I got my, I think my one, two and three positions locked up, but I think, you know, today's NBA, I think the, the three and four are kind of interchangeable. You just have like wing players. Um, mm-hmm. So I need someone who's kind of going to not control the paint, but someone you're not going to want to mess with, but I also need some more shooting. Um, so this is another pretty deep cut here from the episode. Krusty gets canceled. Uh, also a celebrity. So I'm going with Bette Midler. <laughs> and if you, if you recall, I believe snake uh, throws a beer can on the side of the road and she like <laughs> stops her conversation, picks it up, and <laughs> throws it like a hundred yards or something into his car, and then they end up spiraling off the road. Um, you know, so she's like pretty intimidating, pretty fearless, and obviously has like a, a cannon of an arm, probably pretty good accuracy. So um, I'm going with yeah. Midler as uh, my fourth. That's my favorite yeah. pick so far, Tim. Tim sure. Yeah, you're really going to be able to spread the floor there, Tim. I mean, yeah. like 100 yards is pretty yeah. – Like the whole court, wide. right? She could just like inbound it, throw it up into the hoop, hopefully. Tim, I believe the, the motorist, when, when they're careening off the, off the highway as they explode onto the mountainside, yeah. I believe they say, I'll get you for this midland. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So my next pick, I do need some size, at least a little bit of size. Um, this is probably going to be, oh, this is tough. I guess I'm going to go with someone who's probably just like a poor man's Dredrick Tatum. <laughs> um, and... I'm going to go with Rainier Wolfcastle. <laughs> oh, he was on, he was my, on my board. board. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with Rainier Wolfcastle. So another good athlete, big guy. Um, can also do some stand-up comedy routines uh, at <laughs> halftime. He ends up throwing grenades yeah. at people or something. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with. He's not gonna improvise. He's no. gonna. He's gonna just tell. He's gonna do the play exactly yeah, as yeah. you told it to him. I think some some good <laughs> good pick and roll partner with Lisa. Um, <laughs> you know, he'll just roll right to the hoop and either get it or not. So I don't know. I'm going with Rainier Wolfcastle. Yeah, he's in great in great shape. If the one where Homer summits the uh, summits the mountain, you see Rainier at the gym. I mean, he really is. He's a, a physical <laughs> yeah. specimen. Yeah. All right. With my uh, <clears throat> with my last pick, I really need a point guard, and I really I have about three different people that I uh, um, I've been punting around here. My initial pick, if I didn't get uh, the very tall man Ian, I was gonna pick Nelson Muntz, but I think that there's definitely some chemistry issues there. Um, <laughs> I, I really don't think that they're gonna be able to get on the the same page. Um, and so 
I think with, you know, taking Nelson off, I, I really, I wanted to go for someone. I have kind of a, a ragtag sort of ramshackle group of people here and I want to get someone, I really need <clears throat> kind of like you described him, like a good floor general. I need someone who can get uh, a, a bunch of, uh, bunch of weirdos on the same page and and so i'm kind of turning back the clock here and i'm going with uh abraham simpson but i'm going with the flying hellfish mm, version I, of abraham oh, simpson. Man, <laughs> <laughs> and you know I th- talking about a floor general i mean the guy is literally you know he, he leads a, a platoon of people um in you know yep. in war you know he's gonna they're all a bunch of kind of you know he's got you know the old ancestors of uh of uh i don't even know who all who else on there but it's like uh barney gumbel yeah. mm-hmm. uh barney gumbel's dad or dad. whatever all you know he's got all these different believe Bl- yeah. would have killed adolf hitler if it weren't for mr burns as well <laughs> yeah mm. he's the mary he's a real american yeah. hero you know you talk about someone who's going to put the team first i mean and someone who's going to you know, jump on a grenade for their team. He literally did jump on a grenade with a helmet, uh, and which ultimately exploded. He's in pretty good shape. He's a big guy. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna be kind of a big guard. But you know, I think he'll be able to get all the pieces where they need to go. Be sort of like a my my floor general out there. So for my point guard, I'm going with flying hellfish Abraham Simpson. There goes my coach. <laughs> 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 all right tyler what do you got here all right so yeah i think so i got my number one my point guards left um i couldn't think i was trying to think of of, a good person for this and i kind of ended up with sort of a deep cut you know sort of a, a a similar sort of bigger guard bigger point guard pretty athletic um it's a uh, Bart's bigger brother from season four, episode fourteen. Um, uh, his name is Tom. He's like uh, oh, kind yeah. of like a badass. He drives like a motorcycle and picks Bart up at school. Um, I think there's one uh, one scene where he and Bart are like lifting weights and they're like watching Itchy and Scratchy or no Ren and Stimpy and they are um, like blasting their quads as Tom says. So I feel like. You know he's a he's a he's a, <laughs> he's a he's a role model. You know he's in the Big Brother um, program, so he's obviously like a positive role model. Um, he's in shape. Yeah. He's kind of a badass. Drives a motorcycle. I really think he could kind of like you know bring a good positive attitude to the court and sort of be a leader for for a lot of the others. Sort of be like the glue that holds the team together. And he's also a pretty big guy, yeah. pretty pretty strong. So I think he could you know make some pretty athletic plays. Yeah, very generous. He's going to distribute the ball a lot to everyone else. Yeah. He's not going to want to take the credit. He's for definitely himself. not a ball hog for sure. Gonna... I, at first, Tyler, when you said Bart's big brother, I thought you meant um, from the Halloween <laughs> episode where it's like the Siamese twin. <laughs> the one in the cage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forget his name. But, um, anyway, now I know who you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, I definitely thought that too. I was like, wow, this is a yeah, questionable pick yeah. here. But no, Tom, Tom's a good pick. <laughs> Or do you have a who do you think who's a good like a a big guard who's like a you know generous passer? Who do you think? I mean, you guys could probably tell me better better than I could, but I don't know. Maybe I was thinking like maybe like a Russell Westbrook, but I don't know. He might be too small. Um, I don't know, or like a yeah. he could okay. be like he could be like a Sean Livingston, maybe okay. kind of like a big guard. Yeah, yeah. Who like post up yeah. people. Like, 
run the making some pass plays. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. All right. All right, Ben. Who are you going to round out your uh, your um, your team with? I think yeah. So you'll you'll be going yeah. with your last starter and then your six man. Right. So for the last starter, I've got my one left. Um, so when I think about a you know point guard, I want someone who's fast, efficient, quick firing, good decision maker, um, but also intimidating. Right. You don't want to kind of have a softy out there. Right. So I think that you know, really only leaves me with one choice and that's the American Fletcher class of destroyer, you know, um, it's the obvious, they trick. were kind of, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a clear choice. Uh, they were, um, you know, one of the workhorses of the U S Navy and you know, they had this pretty like big, um, gunnery with like, that was super efficient, both quick firing, but then also like, um, was kind of like a, um, it was good in like multiple areas. Like it could be quick firing, but it could also like launch some pretty good shells. So I feel like that's a good shooter and a good passer. Um, and it's, you know, someone who kind of in, can intimidate the other team. So when I was thinking about player comps, I went a little old school again here um, as I think my whole player comp is, but um, I thought Gary Payton would probably be a pretty good one. Ooh. Someone who's going to like stand up for you guys, be yeah. fiery and just like get in everybody's face. Um, Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that was my player comp for my, my American Fletcher class is number one. You know, just looking at your player comps, you've got Kareem LeBron, (laughs) Charles Barkley, Jerry West, and Gary Payton. I think you got a pretty good squad here. Well, and I think, so with my next pick, this, I think this segues well into my next pick here. Um, So for my sixth man, you want someone that's going to be a game changer, comes off the bench and just like bring something new to the table. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, ship wise, that's definitely going to be a submarine, oh, you know, yeah. something totally different come at you from, you know, from below big surprise. So I think the German 21 class was the clear, the clear favorite for the best sub out there. Um, I know they're the baddies, but, um, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, pretty, not a, they were, uh, been looking, picking a Nazi ship. <laughs> I know. Well, the thing, the thing was, is that they were released in like, they were like, uh, finished in like the, like 1944, I think. So, they didn't really have like it was like kind of like too little too late so it didn't really like you know really hurt too many <laughs> things going on like the americans already won the war at that point so it didn't really matter okay. but um when it comes to a player comp um i like robert ori for this <laughs> okay. um you know i know it's going to be kind of a, a blast in the past a little bit but i would just remember watching those like was it the early 2000s finals of the lakers and he just come off the bench and yeah. make some crazy shot, shot to to totally like kill it yeah and so um i think that's that's what we've got here with our german 21 class submarine oh man yeah all right good six man big shot bob's game changer (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right tyler what do you got for us with your six man (laughs) all right my six man gonna be a little bit unexpected i think um i was just trying to think of like literally somebody that comes like off the bench like as a sub in the show And so, so I chose a very small individual. Um, I believe he's referred to in uh, season four, episode three, as Little Jumpshed. Um, it's it's Apu's little nephew. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember this. It's like Apu is the fire chief, and uh, this is the episode where Homer is like it's like Homer the heretic, and he stays home from church and like smokes a cigar, and then his house starts on fire, and. Um, yeah. Uh, Apu is the fire chief and he like sees the fire from the quickie mart and he's like, 
he's like, oh no, there's a fire at the Simpson place. And then he's like, he's like, little jump shit, it's your time to shine. And he like puts him on the countertop and then little jump shit's like, how I've waited for this day. And then he pulls out a shotgun and like Nelson and the, and the other bullies are there and they're just like, oh shit. So yeah. I feel like this kid's got a lot of tension. You know, he may be small. He's obviously very tough. He has a can-do attitude. Um, um, he's only, only going to get, get bigger. bigger. You know, he's just he's a rock star coming off the bench. Right. You know, he just kind of like just showed up, man. He just he just he just did it. You know, <laughs> like he was ready. So yeah, I figure if he if he gets if he gets called on, you know, he'll he'll perform. He'll he'll be able to do it. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I I went a little bit of a different route for my six man. You know, with my starting five, I think I got a good crew. I think that that they're really going to log a lot of a lot of minutes. And so with my bench, I kind of want like a long term prospect. You know, you think about with the Bucks when they picked Giannis, like he really hadn't even hit puberty yet, so he was really like, you know, he they just kind of picked him and and kind of to wait and see what he grew into. And so, you know, we're looking about people that we don't know what they're going to grow into. I'm going to go with the guy, but you know, you can't wait too long. If you're waiting for Bart Simpson to, to grow, you know, he's only in like fourth grade or whatever. It's going to take him a little bit until he gets older. So I'm going to go with the guy in the mold of Giannis, who is about to hit a huge growth spurt. I'm going with squeaky voice. Team. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think he's, he's really about, you know, he's a pretty uh, enterprise. He's got a lot a real sense of enterprise. He has a lot of different jobs. He's about to hit again. Once he hits puberty, I think he's about to sprout up and I think he might be, you know, he's, he's got the, He's a little bit shorter, but I think once, you know, like he's going to be one of those players like John Luer or something where when they're, you know, they're younger, they're playing guard, but then they hit this huge growth spurt and then they're kind of just like, a, you know, they can pretty much get anywhere on the court and, you know, be a big who plays like a guard. So I'm going with a squeaky voice Dean as my six man off the bench with a, uh, you know, long term okay. prospect of of what he's going to grow into. Nate, are you concerned about, right, are you concerned by his like kind of overall intelligence? Like I remember there was a scene where he was trying to fry a taco and it fell in the deep fryer and he kept reaching in with his hand. Yeah. 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 He's a long-term yeah. prospect. Like he really is not, he's, he is far from a fully baked uh, basketball player at this point, but you know, neither was Giannis. Yeah. So I think that I think, you know, you're just kind of waiting to see what he's going to, um, you know, what he's going to grow into. And, you know, again, he doesn't need to be anything right away. It's just, you know, you kind of just, you know, take a shot in the dark and, you know, you might get, you know, an, uh, a basketball unicorn once he's, you know, five years from now, you might, you might, he might be an MVP, MVP candidate five years from now. All right, Tim, what do you got? What round out okay. the, the six? Man? Okay. So I ha- kind of have two options in mind right now. Um, one of them is very high risk, high reward. Another one is sort of almost gimmicky, but like a good change of pace, but I think could maybe get figured out after like a game or two if we're going in like, you know, a seven game series. But with the fact that Bleeding Gums Murphy, you know, is not in the best health, um, we're going to need someone who can like play <laughs> consistently probably. So I'm going to go with. Um, as sort of a change of pace, totally throw the defense off. I'm going with Mr. McGreg with a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg. 
Um, I think he comes in the game. I mean, he literally, one of his legs is his arm and one of his arms is his leg. So I think he's coming in the game and just, you have no idea how to defend him. Not He's probably not super coordinated, but like, he's just going to do some weird stuff. Maybe guard you in a weird way. Get a weird, like, draw some fouls. Um yeah, so I'm I'm going with Mr. McGreg as my sixth yeah. man. Um, and if he ever if he ever comes up against a team with Dr. Nick on it, oh yeah, he's going extra hard. Yeah, um, it'll be a really interesting one on one right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Mr. McGreg is my sixth man. That was a little strange. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, all right. So that's yeah, my... Tim, I think you're. Yeah, I think you're you're up to head, picking head a head coach now. Um. I was actually going to pick my coach with the previous pick, but then I realized I had the next two picks anyways because I, I really wanted this head coach. Um, I'm thinking he's going to – I know Mark Cuban is not a coach, but I'm imagining like this character to kind of be a Mark Cuban who can also coach. Um, I'm taking Hank Scorpio. <laughs> 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 that was my number one pick. Yeah, yeah. so uh, he's not going to micromanage. You know, he, he makes everyone happy. I think Lisa can kind of be our coach on the floor. Um, so I don't think Hank Scorpio needs to like, you know, do a lot of work. He's just kind of a big picture guy for this team. Um, so yeah, Hank Scorpio. <laughs> Like if, if yeah. Mark Cuban were a coach, I think that's what it would be like. And yeah, he's cool under pressure too. You know, yeah, like definitely. he's multitasking with Homer while they're being, uh, I don't know, overrun yeah. by whatever. He that fights like. off James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, oh, that was exactly who I had number one for my coach. <laughs> so I'm a little pissed right. I didn't take him earlier. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go with, man, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bouncing back and forth between two people here for my coach. I think that uh, part of me, I think I'm going to go with um, a a player who is um, basic or a coach who is, you know, for all things considered, he, he always wins, you know, he's in a similar mold as uh, Hank Scorpio with his uh, access to financial means. Um, and he has been a coach of several teams and they have one. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Burns. I think he's probably going to, uh, he's not afraid to throw a lot of, a lot of money at his team. You know, when he does coach the, uh, the softball team, they do win whether or not his, you know, he's a big help for that, but you know, can't, can't deny his record. And yeah, again, he's going to, the team's going to have as much uh, financial resources as they could possibly imagine. So I'm going with Mr. Burns for my head coach. All right, Tyler, what are you? Got? All right. So I don't, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn about this pick, but I'm just going to go with it. Um, he, so he's a master like tactician, I would say um, highly intelligent um, played by a celebrity voice Um he always has like these plans, but unfortunately, lots of times they get foiled. Um, but I'm going to go with him nonetheless. I'm going to go with uh, Sideshow Bob as my head coach. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. <laughs> I had I almost picked him earlier for uh, a small four. I feel like he's a great athlete. Yeah, yeah. He, he seems a little lanky. You know, I'm not sure about like his raw athletic abilities, but I feel like you know just based sure. on his like vocabulary and um, 
you know, his, his master plans to destroy Springfield in various ways. Um, despite the fact that they always get foiled, <laughs> um, he, he seems like a very good public speaker. So I feel like he could really, you know, like rile up the troops in the, in the locker room. Um, he is pretty tall, like you mentioned, Nate. So in case for whatever reason he needed to like sub in for some reason, I feel like he could actually, um, he could kind of hold his own. Um, I'm not a huge. He's a good athlete. Like he can really, he you know, he, you can see him doing all those different like cartwheels. That's and, true. Uh, yeah. You know, Does, tends to step on rakes. Yeah, yeah. If the other team like laid a trap of rakes, that could be a real problem. Like if they put that on the bench, like where he you know had to walk around on, on the bench, I feel like that could be a significant issue. Yeah. Um, I'm also not a huge fan of his very like very conservative political leanings. So that, that might be might be an issue. I mean, I, I assume we're going to be like the owners of the team, so you know, having a coach um, who is so far to the right. Um, I don't know. That might be a little challenging, but I think we could work through it. I think it'd be, be you know, it'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's game. Put the game. You know, the game is above everything else. So. That's right. That's awesome. All right, Ben, you want to wrap this thing up with your last pick? Yeah. Um, well, I, I think in my position, I didn't really have as tough of a choice as you guys did. I think you, there's a lot of good coaches out there in the Simpsons world, but really for me, there's there's really only one one true coach here and that's the bad boy of the, of the pacific uh fleet admiral chester nimitz um you know he uh he he was the guy who kind of you know um he won the battles of coral sea and midway two of the biggest turning points in the war in the pacific and he was the one who um signed the japanese surrender so you know he's he's pretty much the undefeated champ when it comes to um coaching and i kind of I always thought of him as like the Phil Jackson of of uh, admirals. So we're gonna we're gonna go with with Chester Nimitz. Ben, doesn't he have a, a right. does he have an aircraft carrier class named after him or something like that? He does. That's that's correct, Tyler. Very wow. good. How did you nice. know that? I don't know. I remember that's looking at aircraft carriers one time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we have, do we have, I'll, I'll, I'll run through sort of what everyone what picked for their team. Um, and then we can have maybe take like just a couple minutes and then run through a few random people that we didn't get to, that didn't come off the board. So Tim, Tim's team is a starting five of Lisa, Bleeding Gums Murphy, uh, unnamed veterinarian, Bette Midler, uh, Rainier Wolfcastle with Mr. McGregor coming off the bench and then head coach, Hank Scorpio. Um, yeah, my starting five is, uh, very tall man uh, named Ian uh, at the five. And then Dredrick Tatum, Cookie Kwan, Crazy Cat Lady, Abraham Simpson with squeaky voice teen coming off the bench and Mr. Burn, Burns as the uh, head coach. Tyler is going with the captain of the high school basketball team, uh, Professor Frank, groundskeeper Willie, Ruth Powers, uh Bart's big brother Tom, and then <laughs> off the bench he's got Apu's nephew <laughs> Little Jomshed <laughs> with Sideshow Bob as the head coach, and then Ben with his team has the USS Missouri, the USS Enterprise, the Canadian Ontario, uh, the U.S. Admiral, uh, the American Fletcher Destroyer, uh, a, a German twenty-one class. <laughs> Maybe, maybe not Nazi submarine. 
and then, uh, and then Jester <laughs> Nimitz, or sorry, Fleet Admiral Jester Nimitz as his head coach. Did I get all those correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah, you did. That right, did anybody else have any different one, different people that they were considering for different positions? Yeah, I had, I had three players that I really thought about. Um, maybe four. Um, so first, my sixth man. I was really considering um, Barney Gumble, and I'm thinking Barney as like in the episode Deep Space Homer, where he is, you know, sober and like incredibly nimble. He like is going to be an astronaut is a clear choice, but then it's like a, a razor's edge, and he has one sip of champagne, and he's back, um, back on the sauce. So I I knew I needed with bleeding gums. Bleeding gums, like health questions. I knew I needed someone maybe a little more reliable, but that was a, yeah. that would have been a high risk, high reward pick. Yeah. Um, I have, I have someone from a similar episode that you just referenced. Yeah. Him. I, I almost wanted to go with, um, you know, employee of the month, uh, time person of the year, the inanimate carbon rod. I thought would have oh, been that, a yeah. really, mm-hmm. a really good pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's universally loved, uh, <laughs> you know, He's dependable. He's going to do exactly what you think. He's not going to mm-hmm. cause much of a fuss. So I think that I thought someone similar from the uh, from the uh, uh, the space episode. Who else were you thinking, Tim? Um, I was thinking possibly um, Sting from the episode where Bart falls down a well. That's just like a good athlete. You know, he's like Homer makes him just dig relentlessly um, for him. I thought about as a backup, if someone took Bleeding Gums Murphy, I thought about um, this character's name, I guess, is Leon Kompkowski. It's like when Homer goes to the mental institution, he's played by Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. I thought those would be like similar players, like, you know, musically inclined and uh, kind of smooth. And then another guy who I thought would just be like a no-nonsense sort of like role player glue guy. The only name I could find for him was <clears throat> just stamp the ticket guy who like he goes to, he, he has a number of seats, but he gets his name from when he goes to Flanders, like left-handed store, I think. And Flanders yeah. is like trying to sell him all this stuff. He's like, just stamp the ticket. Validation. <laughs> felt like he could be like, he's not going to take any shit from anybody. He's just going in there. He knows his role, get some rebounds, whatever, but. Yeah, the ticket guy. <laughs> I had um, so I told you guys I thought about Nelson Muntz. I mean, in the football episode or the little football episode, Nelson is clearly the best athlete on the field. I, you know, just yeah. chemistry issues with him and Ian. I think that they weren't going to be able to come overcome those. Another guard that I was thinking of, I was thinking about someone who could be like really slippery and get into the lane. Uh, distributed to a lot of my bigs. I thought of the cat burglar Malloy. I thought that he would be a yep. really, really sneaky, uh, you know, I, uh, another sort of like guard who I was thinking of. I went with a similar thought as far as you, Tim, as far as like someone who has some good rhythm. Uh, I, I thought about Disco Stew. I thought that he oh, would yeah. be a pretty interesting yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. um, I feel like he's you know, again, I think he's a little bit more singularly focused. You know, he's all about rhythm. I feel like it would be hard to get him to focus on anything else. <laughs> um, and then as far as, like, another physical specimen, 
I thought, you know, look, talk, looking at people in Springfield that are really buff, I was thinking Duffman. You know, he's yep. a pretty mm-hmm. jacked guy. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's no. pre- yeah. pretty big. Um, and then as far as my person who I was thinking as a, a coach um, was, uh, I, I, I tossed and turned over him and uh, Mr. Burns after Tim picked Hank Scorpio. But I thought, you know, I win at all costs, even if it is some sort of like nefarious and, and almost likely uh, illegal means. I thought Fat Tony would be kind of an interesting yep. coach. He'd definitely, you know, th- a throwback to in the, you know, early 2000s when the NBA was really corrupt with like bribing refs and stuff. With <laughs> I thought that Fat Tony would be able to either bribe people or, you know, possibly, you know, off anybody who might, you know do it basically like on the court. He's not really going to do anything. He's just going to stand there and, you know, let his guys do their work. But I think he's, he'd be a good, uh, good sort of like illegal means head coach. Tyler, did you have any other Simpsons characters that you were, you were. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was thinking of other episodes where people are like athletic in some way. And um, the like episode where Lisa and Bart play ice hockey Seems like another one where like Bart is sort of like the the like attacking kind of, you know, attacking goal scorer. So I feel like maybe if Bart from that episode could could be like a similar role in basketball, maybe he could be pretty effective as like a somebody, yeah. you know, somebody's going like, to cut through the lane and probably, you know, he's pretty short. So maybe he could like go under people's legs and and, you know, other other kind of things like that. So that, that was one thought I had. But, you know, I ultimately decided against him just because he is kind of kind of short and it was sort of a just a one-off episode that um i don't think he shows that much athletic promise of you know mm-hmm. in other episodes um yeah i also thought of um i was researching groundskeeper willie and the same episode where he greases himself up and and uh, catches santa's little helper in the in the vent um, he actually comes out of the vent in the gymnasium <laughs> And then, like the the firefighters and the, the um, have to come and rescue him because he's like stuck at the at the roof of the gymnasium. And then, uh, when uh, when Chief Wiggum walks in, uh, the two other policemen, like Lou and uh, I forget the other guy's name, but they're like shooting bas- like shooting hoops instead of helping with the rescue. Yeah. And like they like make they make all the shots they take. And then Chief Wiggum's like, "It's nice work, boys." <laughs> so, so I thought maybe Lou from that episode, you know, he, he was one for one in, in that particular scene. So I feel like, you know, a hundred percent shooting, you know, it's, it's pretty yeah. good. If you can extrapolate yeah. that out to other games, I think that'd be pretty promising. Yeah. That's awesome. Ben, did you have any, any ships or like world war two figures that you didn't get a chance to draft? Yeah. So the, the biggest things that I, um, was kind of wavering on like the my four spot. So there were two other battleships that were like pretty big and deadly ships, but they had some pretty serious flaws too. Um, like the risk reward just wasn't there. Um, the Japanese Yamato was like the biggest war, one of the biggest warships ever made, but it wasn't very fast. But it was a sharp, it was a sharp shooter, right? It could it could hurl a projectile like twenty five nautical miles or something. So if you're looking for downtown shooting, it's <laughs> probably pretty good. Anyway, right? but, I'm a little disturbed um, at you kind of picking the wrong side of World War II. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Well, and the other one was the German battleship Bismarck, which was um, again deadly from outside. I know it was deadly from outside. It was able to like it um, sunk the British like prized <laughs> ship with one shot. But its mental game was awful. 
Um, like they got hit, they lost their rudder once and like the whole crew just like, oh, screw it. Let's just all die anyways. And so they like, they didn't, didn't really like, hmm. um, have that strong mental game. So they, and when they were sunk later after, like <laughs> shortly after that. So, you know, it's, for me, it was, it was those big character flaws, obviously in <laughs> yeah. the fact that they were the baddies, um, that kind of, kind of turned me away. And I will say one thing about just listening to Strav and being a part of this, this was, um, I really appreciate that you guys did so many deep cuts on characters. <laughs> yeah um because as someone who is not as familiar with the simpsons world this was quite a quite an education which was great um you know it was it's nice that it's not just homer and bart and lisa i know lisa's a starting uh, Everyone, yeah. uh, uh yeah. someone's starting is it Tim's starting team right um but <laughs> but one, there were good reasons for that and i think it was nice to nice to hear about the <laughs> all right fine that's really the only um, one though yeah. Yeah. yeah but besides that yeah, that was that was it was nice to nice yeah. to hear about these other ones. This is great. Does anybody else have anything that they didn't get a chance to share? No, I mean I think we could go out all day about these random characters. But... <laughs> yeah, we might have to we might have to revisit it at some point and you know yeah. do some sort of like uh, simulation of them actually playing each other and how the game yeah. might actually work out. Yeah, I was thinking of like hypothetical one on ones would be kind of interesting to like come up with. Like yeah. I don't know, like groundskeeper Willie versus a minesweeper or something. Yeah, or we could do yeah, we could do different sports too. You know, we could do yeah, like, uh, yeah, football. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. All right, well, I'm gonna. Uh, I think that's all I got here. So I think thank thank you guys for doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, yeah thanks, man. <laughs>